Proud to announce our new sponsorship with anothergreatadventure.com, the official travel agency of Annie Up Consulting. Let me tell you all about anothergreatadventure.com. It's your premier site for traveling. They have cruises, luxury travel, food and wine tours, event tickets, and more. Uh, this is the place you want to go. For all my sporting event fans, you want to go to the World Cup? How about this season's Super Bowl, the Masters, the Final Four, World Series, Kentucky Derby, anything you want, anothergreatadventure.com can get you there. You all should check them out, especially now for their Black Friday sales. Call them now, 813-575-8770. Get everything you need as the travel season picks up. So it's time to pack your bags and travel with anothergreatadventure.com. Consultant presents What's the Line podcast week eight. Uh, missing a missing a guy here, one of the core four. Look like we might be running a three man weave. We'll see how that goes. But I'm your host, the meticulous Mark P. Did you play those Giants last week? Did you play them? No. Uh, but if you did, if you didn't, uh, maybe I got another one up my, my sleeve this week, uh, plus a few and a half points. My guy, Rome, people's champ. How you feeling there, Rome? Week eight. Man, I've been MIA the last two weeks, but I'm ready to go. Best bet last week, Bengals six and a half covered. That was the only play I dropped in the chat. And then tonight here on Thursday night, I know we record on Thursday nights. Most people listen to this later. I got a play here that I'm expecting to cash as well. Let's get it going, man. We can't. Get it. Let's get it the fuck going. I'm feeling, I'm listen, man. I'm feeling these plays. I love when I fill out the pod sheet. It just, just gets me, just gets me up the pod. It just gets me like, oh, these guys got you in this, huh? All right. Papa Keys, we gate. How you feeling, man? Three-man weed right now. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. You know, always Mrs. Sound, man. But, you know, we got to push through. We pushed through. All right. A tweet from Sound Man an hour ago saying, I'm ready with an emoji. I don't know if anybody has to see that. I'm ready. Sure you are, buddy. We are here. What's the line <laughs> podcast week eight? Let's get right into it, gentlemen. There's a game in London this week, 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, as I bring up these pod notes that I send out each week, every week. If you know somebody that knows somebody that may want these notes, let me know. Give me their email. Uh, the Broncos uh, versus the Jaguars. Jaguars favored to two and a half now. A total of 39 and a half. Uh, Jaguars. Oh, my gosh. 18-32-2 and two against the spread after a loss since 2018. Uh, Broncos 21-20. and 20. Against the spread, uh, same thing after a loss since 2018. Rome, any thoughts on this game? London Town, Jaguars, home field. Yeah, I mean, Jags go out there every year. Um, I, I just think this Broncos team is bad. No no, no uh, surprise there. And then there's whispers about uh, Hackett being out if they lose this weekend. Wouldn't be surprised if they lost in Jacksonville. I mean, sorry, in uh, London. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing I got for this is a lean on the Jags. Um Nothing much else. No, nothing deep dive or you know nothing crazy on this one. I don't. I, I usually don't touch these morning games. Just full transparency. So 
Yeah, same thing for me. I'm usually not just now. Oh, I don't want to say I usually don't touch them. It's just really just about situation. I've rarely found a situation where I want to play the London game, but I do like to get up and uh, watch the game and, you know, 9 a.m., whatever, whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's really that um, I don't really have too much feel on this one except um, the Jaguars. I mean, I feel like they're a little desperate for a win, but it's tough to play play on them considering that their coach continues to just go for it on fourth down. It kind of cost them the games. I feel like they kind of cost them that game last week going for it on those fourth downs. Uh, but I had the Giants plus the three points, three and a half. Uh, but, Keys, you any, any thoughts on this game, London game, uh, Jaguars laying two and a half? I mean, similar thoughts to Rome. I don't, nothing about this game makes you want to, you know, run to go better on it. I have a slight lean with the Jaguars just because their familiarity with playing in these London games. Um, and, I mean, the Broncos seem to be kind of just be falling apart. It's still question marks on if uh, Russell Wilson will play. The look-ahead line was three. I don't really know why I got down to two and a half. What happened, you know, in the world that, you know, will make – uh, you know, they come down, you know, in the Broncos' favor, but uh, I like it with the Jags with the two. I mean, not like <laughs> poor addiction, but you know, it's a lean with me with the Jags with the two. Not a game that I'm excited about early morning, may not even be up for TBD. <laughs> all right, uh, Papa Keys may not be up for this one. <laughs> um, all right, I did want to, I know I had two NFC, uh, I guess we just kind of, you know, little leans on that one, no real feels, but. They want to touch on that London game. Two NFC East teams laying over a touchdown. Got the Cowboys laying nine at home. Um, uh, Cowboys against the Bears, total of 42 and a half. And we got the Eagles laying 10 and the hook uh, versus the Steelers in Philadelphia. Eagles 5-0, and 5-0-1 against the spray home faith under head coach Nick Sirianni. Um, Cowboys 35 25 and one against the spread after a win since 2016. Uh, which team would you guys rather lay it with here? Uh, Rome, I'm gonna start with you. Would you rather lay it with the Cowboys minus nine or the Eagles minus a 10 and up? Yeah, yeah, I'd rather lay it with the uh, with the Cowboys here. Um, but but let's just be very clear I, I'm, I'm not laying it, I'm not touching any of these games. But just to answer your question, who would I rather lay it with the Cowboys? Um, Eagles are, you know, what are they, 6-1 now, ATS? They're pretty good ATS. And even if they're not 6-1, they're very, you know, very close to that. Um, but I think they're just ready for or due for some type of regression. Um, I mean, this is just an Eagles team that obviously is ranked number one in pro football, power ratings, blah, blah, blah. Everybody loves them. They obviously just got better with uh, grabbing Tony uh, this week. But I think there's, you know, there's room for regression for this Eagles team. They're still young. They're not accustomed to winning, I wouldn't say yet. And so, you know, a team like the Steelers, letdown spot at home. Steelers obviously starred Mitchell, uh, not Mitchell, uh, the rookie Kenny Pickett. Um, you know, there there is some type of, uh, you know, variance as to unexpected plays and obviously some, some things that might swing the way of the Steelers on the road. I just think uh, – you know, Mike Tom's going to have these guys ready to go. And, and we understand uh, – uh, sorry, my, my running back, uh, my boy Najee Harris, Bama boy, he isn't producing very well this year um, for the Steelers. So we understand they have some issues and difficulties on the offensive side. Um, but, but I mean, this, this, this is an Eagles team that, you know, I'm just – I need to see something in terms of winning the games they're supposed to win. And, and they didn't cover mm-hmm. that against the Lions in week one. Uh, they didn't cover against the Bengals, uh, not the Bengals, the uh, Cardinals, and uh, was it week five? 
So this is an Eagles team here that has gone, you know, 0-2 against teams that I would say they should have covered against. The only team that I believe that they should have covered against if they did was the Commanders and the Jaguars. Um, but, but you know, I, I'm just looking at this Eagles team and I'm thinking there's going to be some type of regression sometime soon, 6-0. We don't expect them to go undefeated. Um, but just laying out 11 this, this week, I think it's a little steep. Uh, yeah, for me, quickly, I would rather lay it with the Eagles. Um, you know, I think the spot is really good for them, considering the Steelers. I mean, they have to, like, battle it out every single week, comes down, feel like, to the last possession. Um, you know, they're, they're really just nickel and dime, and, you know, they're, they're, really, they're just trying to hardest. I, re- I respect it. Obviously, we know Tomlin, a uh, pretty good coach, and we know that him against, you know, against the Sprays a road dog. Um, he's been pretty profitable. Uh, he's nine. 33, 24, and two against the Sprays of Road Dog Steelers are under Tomlin. But, you know, in past years, he hasn't really been in that spot a lot. This year, he's in that spot a ton. Um, you know, I just think the Eagles, uh, with the bye week, um, more emphasis on how to get the ball to an A.J. Brown, which I feel like he hasn't had that great of success the last couple of weeks that they've been playing. Um, so I feel like they, they got up that up their sleeve. Um, but, yeah, 5-0, and 5 and one against the Sprays of Home Fave since 21. But really, I think this is more maybe for me about the Bears. This is the same, the same, you know, you know, as we get better, right? We're, we're betting, you know, more so like the numbers than the the teams. This is the exact same number that they were catching in New England against the greatest head coach of all time on Monday. And it's the same number now against, you know, a, a, a defense and, you know, the, the Cowboys. And I understand the Cowboys are good, but... They haven't looked that great. I felt like last week um, they did cover the spread. That was about a three-point game in the fourth quarter. Um, so I, I just think that eight and that nine points, um, nine and a half to eight and a half. I don't know. It's, it's been covering a lot. I, I tried to look it up a little bit, um, you know, through this uh, right before we started. But I don't think that number's been covering at home. I remember the Bucks laid it a few weeks ago, that nine. Um, so this might be one of those other numbers we're looking out for, right? We know that five on the road. So the nine at home, but I can't lay it with the Cowboys. I'd rather lay it with the Eagles, minus the ten and a half. Have not lost as a home fave under head coach Nick Sirianni. Uh, Keys, talk to me. Uh, yeah. So to answer, you know, the basic question, I actually would rather. I agree with Rome. I'd rather lay it with the Cowboys in this situation. Uh, I'm actually not as uh like bearish on both of these picks. I have a lean on the Eagles as well. Like I wouldn't mind, you know, playing both any of these either of these but I, I i like the cowboys a little more in this situation um you know you you touched on the fact that the bears just played on monday night that goes a little bit into it they're, they're coming off a short a shorter week um these cowboys uh the nine it seems steep but when you look at the games that they won their last three wins they've actually covered this nine number um they're a team that they play good defense uh what the bears are doing lately on offense while it looks good it actually doesn't play into like a, a good game script of what you want to do against the cowboys in terms of like control the clock Try to take advantage of the fact that they're a little soft against the run. Um, obviously, the, the Bears are going to come out here and try to run the ball. But uh, if you think you're going to come out here and see this new and improved Bears off, you know what I mean, that's actually moving the ball, uh, I don't think that's going to happen against this Cowboys defense that's been pretty stout um, all year. Um, so with Dak back, he picked this spot for a reason. Last week, he came back. Um, he, you know, he has a couple soft games before he has to see Aaron Rodgers, before he um, has the – Thanks. <laughs> yeah, right. But you know, looking at the schedule, like uh, I think it's a good spot for the good spot for the um, Cowboys. To, they've been they've been looking pretty good all year, but you know, get look back to form to people talking about them as you know, Super Bowl contenders as they were coming into the season, um, especially early on. Um, so, 
I'm gonna go with the Cowboys in this situation, but I, I don't hate landing with the Eagles, um, especially since uh, a lot of the reasons why I would want to uh, avoid the Eagles in terms of like these tropes about the Steelers. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I just, I literally just saw them get blown out by the by the Bills, who are um, literally it's them and the Eagles looking like the best teams in the league. So we can know it can happen, and I wouldn't be surprised if it did again. All right. Uh, yeah, I got to um, – I definitely feel – I like the crossfire there. So I have a like, though, on the Bears, plus the nine points. Um, mm-hmm. It was nine and a half, but right now it's Thursday and it's at nine, so I, I won't be a schmuck. Um, <laughs> all right, so next game on the board, um, the Falcons land four points against the Carolina Panthers at home. Uh, what's this total now, Akees? What, what you see in front of you? Uh, I actually got the total right here. It's 41. All right, 40, total of 41. Uh, Keith, uh, let's start off with me. Any play on this game? Any thoughts about it? I'm going to keep it short and sweet because I love the Panthers here, baby. Uh, I'm looking for plays. I feel like there's going to be a re- regression to the mean. Everybody knows how good the Falcons have been doing ATS this year. Um, I think it was 6-1 now. I feel like they moved to 6-2. and two. It's a lot of last steam going on them, but I'm riding with P.J. Walker, was out there actually making some some okay throws, you know, from what I saw, like the little bit that I see. I didn't get to watch every game, but, you? Uh, you know, I, I saw PJ out there actually like looking like uh, a quarterback upgrade for like a, a Falcons team that, uh, <laughs> I mean, has so desperately needed some some type of life or something. But uh, I actually love the Falcons, I mean, the Panthers here on the road. Give me the plus four, and I'm riding. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I lean with the plus four, the Panthers, with the Panthers. Um, it's tough, though. I mean, this look ahead was a little high. I mean, the look ahead was seven. It's down to four. It was at four and a half either yesterday or this morning. So, I mean, the number is moving. Um, but I, th- I think the Panthers, you know, they're pretty good defense. Um, you know, P.J. Walker is definitely. No, no, let's be specific. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good defense. Yeah, but I mean, what do you want? What's pretty good? What is pretty tier, good? You want to do? Let's do the tier, right? Their tier two bottom, but yeah, bottom tier two. I give them bottom tier two. Uh, yeah, so I think they're they're tier two defense. Um, but I, I think that they do struggle. They have struggled against the run. You know, as I do these pod notes every week, kind of just update them week to week, and they've improved uh, immensely. Right now, they're twenty first in opponents rushing yards per game. But they played the Bucks last week, who can't run the ball at all. They're 32nd. They, so before then, they were giving up over 130 rushing yards per game. We know that that's what the Falcons like to do. So that scares me, and especially this line moving as much as it is. So I let's just be real here. What does this line close? Because it doesn't close four. You think it's going to be under that? Like three and a half. Three and a half. If you could... Three and a half. And then what does that mean to you or to anyone? At home? At home. Yeah, I don't like the three and a half at home. I like the three and a half on the road. As in you don't like laying the three and a half at home? Yeah, I'd rather lay the three and a half on the road. Interesting. I'm the opposite. Okay. But, I mean, talk about the, 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 the Panthers. I'm sorry, what's that? I just lean with the Panthers. Uh, but I did their running game. I did want to note that running the running situation. Yeah, I'm gonna lean with the Falcons here. Um and, and it's the, the more that we kind of just sit on this game, the more it makes sense to me. So the Panthers beat the Bucks last week at home, right? Dogs are 13, right? Yep. And then this week, they go on the road in division against a team that only has one more win than them. And they just beat the Bucks, but they're still catching four. To me, that just 
I don't know. It, it, it seems like, you know, here, take these points with the Panthers. I mean, obviously, line open at seven, down to four now. Yeah, um, I mean, that's big picking. movement. Yeah, it's big movement. Um, but big movement isn't necessarily great movement, right? And, and and let's say you want the Panthers. I mean, why do you want them at four when you could have had them at seven? And it, this line isn't – how about this? If you like the Falcons, right now you're loving this line movement. So personally, this line movement isn't really – I don't think the Sharps have come in on this game yet. I think the Sharps are coming on Atlanta late, and they're going to let this line tick, 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 tick on down. Right now, 52% of cash is on uh, Carolina. And I, I think, you know, obviously from what – that's just recency bias of what we just saw them do last week against the Bucks. Boom, turn around, they're catching seven. We'll take those three points with them again. But I don't think they cover. I think it's the Falcons here. Falcons are just in a much better place. And we understand that they're a different offense without Cordell Patterson. But uh, I, we talk about, like, defensive. That's the problem, though. I feel like they're the same exact offense. Like they, We literally saw them down 21 last week and failed to abandon the run. Like, I, <laughs> this Falcons team is, like, I don't know. I actually like the Panthers' money line. Like, I'll ride, like, that hard, like. Just what I'm looking at from both of these teams, like one team, a player that's actually trusting, at least trying, trusting their quarterback to throw the ball. Like whether or not you think he can or cannot, he's out there doing. And another team that just won't even. Like you're down 21 points and you're only, you will not, at a certain point, defense are going to get savvy. You said this is not a bad Panthers defense. I don't know. I like the Panthers, but. I'm interested. I'm, I'm sorry I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel, is it a like uh, with the, the other side, Ron? Lean Falcons. Okay, mm-hmm. lean Falcons. I lean Panthers. And, and I lean Falcons if it gets down to three and a half. I don't like them at four. I don't lean at four. I think where it closes, if this line keeps moving where it's going, it's going to get down to three and a half. And I, I, I don't think books get books for free. All right. I like that. All right. Speaking of three and a half, let's get to my best bet, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my bestie and a testie, Dan Campbell and those Detroit Lions. I'm going to ride. This is the three and a half I want to catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on eight-mile road tonight, baby. We're on eight-mile road. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions plus the three and a half against these Miami Dolphins. I mean, it comes down to a lot, right? One thing that I love is uh, the triple whammy. So when I'm doing these pod notes, you know, everybody has maybe their uh, two, you know, six games under 500 against the spread here, three games above the five, you know, against the spread 500 here. The triple whammy is when you got like all three. So the Cardinals fit this. We'll get into the Cardinals soon, but the Lions also fit this. So Lions, seven and two against the Spurs, a home dog under head coach Dan Campbell. 14 and nine overall, nine and eight against the spread after a loss. Um, they've had they've had uh, consecutive losses. Um, one that came late last week against Detroit. I mean, against the Cowboys, five turnovers. But it looked like they were going to cover that spread at seven, seven and a half, which a lot of people were sharp on or a lot of the sharps were on. I left that one alone. But um, I, I like this Lions team, considering that the fact that they can move the ball. Um, seventh in rushing, ninth in passing yards per game. Don't love Jared Goff, but I do love the fact that they can move the ball between the 20s. Dan Campbell, um, you know, he's made some risky decisions. So, like, if you look at their – maybe how they, like, have performed as far as scoring the ball, especially the last few weeks – He's, you know, gave up some points going for on fourth downs, especially in that that uh, New England game was awful. Just went for an endless on fourth down, did not get any of them. 
I think you learn from those lessons, especially if you, I think you're a good head coach, which we, I think he is covering all these spreads. So I'm going to bag catching the three and a half in the Detroit Lions Stadium, which I've noted in the chat and out loud this year. It's been really loud in that place when I watch those games. So I think they do have a home field advantage there, plus the three and a half. And you're still fighting in that division. Um, um, and we'll get to the Vikings next, but I'm going to catch the three and a half uh, here. And then uh, I saw also a fade on Tua. It didn't look great last week. Uh, a few interceptions dropped. Um, I laid the seven and felt like a foolish man. So uh, I'm going to catch the three and a half here with the Lions. Best bet by me, bestie and a testie. Ron, what do you think? Double best bet. But, Woo-hoo! Uh, Double yeah, best bet. We didn't yeah. talk about this before. Talk to him, Ron. Yeah, so let's just talk about the Lions here. Last week, embarrassed on the road in Dallas. Week prior, embarrassed on the road in New England. Week prior, embarrassed on the road against uh, the Vikings. That game was not as close to the scoreboard. Lions are due for it. They're due for it. And and we talk about a guy in game, uh, Dan Campbell, who doesn't cut. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions win this game straight up. Um, and I, I, to be honest, if I'm if I'm catching three and a half points, I almost expect it because I, I like these Lions so much in this spot because of what's happened the past two weeks. Six points scored offense. Six, let's just say six points scored total. Last two weeks, six-point score. And here you are catching three and a half at home against uh, against a Dolphins team that they haven't been explosive offensively since Tua has come back. 16 points last week, uh, 16 points the week prior, 17 points the week prior, 15 points. Uh, Michael McDaniels needs to get it going on, or whatever my guy down there is, because they're not scoring points. They haven't scored over 17 points in the past four weeks. This is the time. And, and then we always talk about Jared Goff on the road outside in the elements. He played poor in New England. We could have saw that coming. Cowboys pass rush didn't stand a chance last week. This week, this is the spot. At home in the Dome against a team that doesn't have a great pass rush. He'll be fine. Um, I, I like I like the, the, uh, the Lions here. Best bet, week eight, Lions, three and a half. Double best bet. All right, Keys, talk to me. How you feel about this game? Oh my God, I hate it. I hate I hate that we're here. Cause honestly, this is the time I, I wish I wish Salman was here. Cause I see Salman, like, right? it's, it's big boat and green for Salman. And I would be like, yes, let's ride. As the as the guys, you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's ride, Salman, on this one. And but honestly, it's it's just a very slight lean with the Dolphins here. And it, it was close to being one of the rare games for me, like to kind of stay away because I, I want to. Well, I don't like the I don't like the Lions in any sense because of what a lot of what Rome talked about. They literally scored six points in the last two weeks. Um, well, I love them. Start <laughs> like literally after starting so hot, the offense um, seems to have fallen off without their studs. But luckily, they get their studs back this this week in terms of their playmakers. So, um, and the Dolphins are sort of in a similar situation. Two are coming back from you know <laughs> what looked like a pretty scary hit. He was out. And, you know, first game back, he, he didn't have, like, three or four drop interceptions, like you said. Um, but just to play devil's advocate here, the, the way I can see this game going south for the Lions is how basically most of their games have gone south. Uh, they give up <laughs> <laughs> like, they give up a historic uh, amount of rushing yards on the ground. Um, I think they're, like, second to last in the league in that metric. And the Dolphins, coming into the season, I feel like they were a team that, while they did make, like, obviously a pretty bold investment on the outside with Tyreek Hill, um, they would seem like a team that wanted to run the ball. Um, and the coach loves Moster. I feel like they, they, they kind of stick true to that. Um, in terms of intent, uh, they, they might not have the, the pieces to do it, but anybody can run the ball against the Lions. That's what we've seen. So 
Um, if they're gonna let two get into that groove, like where the running game is actually working, most of us getting into his groove, I can see it going south for the for the Lions for sure. Um, even though they're at home, but it's a slight lean. The three and a half on the road is like really really ugly. Like I wanted to make it red, but. I got some better candidates coming out. <laughs> yep, and it is something that's got to give. Uh, I mean, the Dolphins are 29th in rushing yards per game, um, averaging just over 85 yards. Lions giving up over 160 yards on the ground per game. That Perfect. is 31st. So, um, yeah, worry about. yeah, we got to see it. But, uh, yeah, double best bet from uh, Roman uh, Lions, plus three and the hook. Um, yeah, make sure you get that hook. So, let's bet that. Let's get that in. All right. Next game, here's a triple whammy as well. Cardinals at the Vikings. Vikings land three and a half off the bye week. Total of 49. Uh, Vikings one and three against the spread after a bye since 2018. 12, 23, and one against the spread after a win during that same span. Cardinals 15, four and two against the spread. Road dog under head coach Cliff Kingsbury. 22, 14 against the spread non division games. 14, 11, and one. Uh, after a win, Keys, let me know how you feel about this game. Uh, Vikings laying three and a half at home, total of 49. Uh, another short and sweet one for me. I'm riding with some key trends that you already pointed out. Um, the Vikings after a bye, terrible, been pretty terrible the last couple of years. And the Cardinals on the road, <laughs> road dog Cardinals, they just seem to find a way. Um, one interesting thing, though, that I'll point out though, is these two teams in terms of trends. Uh, the Vikings are very much so a first-half team, and the Cardinals are very much so a second-half team. So if you, I guess, agree with me and uh, PEO probably, um, then maybe it's a game that you like, you know, like, I, I don't know, there's nothing that I do personally, but, you know, that they laugh. You know, if you can get some value there, you know, uh, well, you're hoping that the Cardinals are going to uh, come back in this game. Uh, if you like them that much, then you could find some value there. But uh, I, I I agree. I, I like the Cardinals three and a half. Yeah, Cardinals have been outscored tremendously in the first quarter this uh, season. Uh, I did want to know that. Uh, Ron, what do you think about this game? Um, I don't have anything for this game. Uh, yeah, I don't have too much either, but I do lean the Cardinals plus the three and a hook. But uh, looking ahead was five and a half. Now I'm down to three and a half at home. Vikings do have a pretty good home field. Uh, but yeah, the plus three and a half. I lean with the Cardinals because of the triple whammy, but um. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to bet this game. Uh, doo, 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 doo. Vikings winning the NFC North, just as I called it. All right, uh, a couple teams land two and a half on the road. Patriots land two and a half at the New York Jets. Rome's New York Jets total of forty and a half. Titans are land two and a half at the Texans total of forty and a half. Uh, which team are you landing with, Keith? Uh, Patriots or the Titans? Oops. Uh, oh, it's definitely the Patriots for me. Uh, yep. Talk about riding yep. with trains. Bill Belichick is like, he's like, you know, yep. what we do when he get up and play them Jets. You know, he go, you know, he gonna bring it. It's like, it's like um, and then I, I don't even know if it's a uh, uh, Bill Belichick versus a rookie quarterback. I don't even know if you could count Zach Wilson as not being a rookie anymore with the amount of games that he started. But it's definitely the Patriots for me. Um, the Titans Texans is you know. Talk about a system play. This is a system don't play. Uh, AFC South is <laughs> like you already know how I feel about that one. So this is an easy one. I'm glad you uh, came to me first. Patriots all day. It's actually one of my uh, one of my likes. Uh, foreshadowing one of my best bets of the week. Yeah, same for I get to you, Rome. Same for me. I mean, I gotta take lay with the Patriots here rather than Titans. Titans are not good in this spot. Laying points on the road. 
um, as they are. I don't. What are they? Uh, um, seven and eight against the Braves, a roll fave. Um, I, I, I would rather just lay it with the Patriots coming off that loss, uh, embarrassing Monday night. Um, and the Jets cannot pass the uh, the ball. I mean, they went from th- like number one in passing yards per game with Flacco. They're now twenty third. They're now twenty third. Just week by week. Yeah, Zach Wilson isn't good. Yeah, so uh, I mean, Rome, you were rather lay with the Patriots as well. Well, well yep. wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait, yeah. Wait. I've come to the conclusion I've seen enough of Zach Wilson. Oh, no, no, Keith, not here, not here, not here. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, you can't have it. He just doesn't have it. So you can clip that, snip that. I was wrong on that one. <laughs> all right, all right, we got it there. All right. Uh, yeah, we would rather lay it with the Patriots minus the two and a half. Uh, Bray, uh, Belly loves to beat the Jets as well. All right, uh, the Raiders laying one at the Saints. Uh, this this number's come down a little bit. It was up to two, I believe. Uh, total of 50. Uh, Keys, your squad, what do you think? Oh, my God. Hey, hey, hey. Our squad. Oh. Our squad. Our squad. <laughs> I can't keep up. Huh? <laughs> Roll time. No, Roll time, baby. This is another one that I that I've been going back and forth with. Obviously, as a Raiders fan, like historically, this is not a game that we win. Just in general, just like we're like we're on the road. Like that's all you have to say. Yep, this is a Saints game for sure. This is a Saints game for sure. I wrote I wrote Raiders down on the paper just for uh, morale, but it was Saints at one point. I can't lie. Um, I I honestly see why it's coming down to um, minus one. I wouldn't be surprised if it was just a pick them by like by the time Sunday rolls around because it's like. Seriously, like when you've been on a team on uh, on the road, you want them to have a, a pretty solid defense, defense to travel. That's not what we do, not our MO at all. The offense has been looking pretty solid, uh, obviously with Josh Jacob uh, at the helms, but there's randomly like a little flu bug going around. Um, Devontae, as the time of recording, still has not practiced. Mm-hmm. So um, while like the Saints being missing players is a bigger headline right now because it's kind of been going on longer, um, both teams are a little bit uh, they're missing Michael Thomas. They're missing the quarterback. A uh, couple other guys as well. But <laughs> the, the quarterback, um, most important maybe if you, I guess, thinking about it. But, I mean, my point is, like, this could be a game where we don't really know, like, what, what's going on with this bug that's, that's impacted, like, a handful of Raiders players. So um, it's, a, it's a slight, slight, officially a slight lean with the Raiders for me. Um, but, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I don't, I don't have a feel about this game, but uh, I didn't want to know. Raiders, I like the Saints. Yeah, Raiders five and eleven against the spread. Uh, as you know, roll fave since twenty fourteen. Derek Carr draft year, but uh, Rome, talk to me. Yeah, I like the Saints. Uh, this is another one of my best bets this week. Um, I just, I, I think Dennis Allen is not a good football coach. Let's just start there. So I think Josh McDaniels thinks he's. Former Raider coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks he's better than he is. And and we talk about a Saints team that has struggled um, in, in a lot of spots this year and, and haven't shown up to be the team that we expected them to be, kind of given the the Bucks a run for their money in the division. But I do think there there is some continuity between that offense and Andy Dalton this week. I know what we saw last Thursday, short week, short prep. Andy Dalton didn't look good. But in the spot right here, at home, in the Dome, no travel, this is a get-right spot for the Saints. And then, obviously, that game wasn't as close last week as the score showed it to be. 
Um, they got blown out, and, and they, they were up, and they had that game, right? They had that game 14-6, two pick sixes, didn't see the lead again for the rest of that game. So I think last week's game plan was all right. They just fell apart, and they had to abandon it. So this week, I think is, is we're going to see what we were supposed to see from the Saints last week, and I think it, it helps that they're at home. We don't need the point. Saints money mine. <laughs> this is a situation, though, like before we move on, uh, I do remember that Dalton got banged up last week, too, so – um, I mean, I think he's going to play, but we could see uh, <laughs> already uh, immobile uh, Andy Dalton a little limited, which could be could could tie into you know how the game progresses. But Taysom, anytime TD. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember who the other guy they had. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, a few games left here on the board. <laughs> a couple teams land three at home. Colts are land three against the Commies. Uh, Thirty-nine and a half is the total. Uh, commies nine and six against the spread after a win under head coach Ron Rivera. I'm just saying, uh, get the streak going. Colts 17 10 and one against the spread after a loss. Seahawks laying three at home, um, 27 19 and three against the spread non division games. But we know those Giants, Road Dogs are their thing 15 and nine since Daniel Jones. Uh, Keys, who would you rather later, uh, or who would you rather catch the three points here with on the road? Giants or the Commons? Oh, you asked me in the worst way. But uh, <laughs> in that, if you asked it like that, I would rather catch it uh, with the Commies. But uh, I would like to go on and say that that Colts-Commies game is my second stay away. And I say that because I love the Seahawks this week um, and hate the Giants this week. Uh, it mainly has to do with the fact that the Giants have been doing so much traveling over the last couple of weeks. Uh, they played in London. They had to go to New York, just had a game in in, in, in Florida, and now they're about to go to Seattle. Right. Um, so it's a fade on the Giants doing all that traveling uh, against two teams that I honestly think are even. No, um, I don't even know what the records are, but whatever the records are, I, I, I feel like I have the Giants and the Seahawks about even, just in terms of what I've been seeing. Um, the Giants very banged up um, in terms of, like, <laughs> they already didn't have much weapons. They traded one away that they weren't using. Um, the tight end got hurt. The young tight end that was looking all right got hurt. Um, I'm pretty sure Evan Neal got hurt too, yeah, uh, which could him. affect their running game a lot that they leaned so heavily on. So I, I love, I love the Seahawks here. Um, <laughs> but to answer your question, I guess it's the Commies. <laughs> yeah, for me, I mean, a new quarterback with the Colts, uh, I, I, I can't catch points with the Commies. Mm-hmm. I already don't trust them, and a new quarterback. So I, I would take the Giants in this case, who I rather catch the three points with. I mean, we know. Like, hey, what? Yep. Hey, what's the total on this uh, commies game? Because it just started clicking when you said 39 you know, and a half. Oh, 39 and a half. So um, totals of 39 and a half and below uh, in the past 22 games have gone 13 and nine to the under uh, when that total is 39 and a half or lower. So yeah, I can uh, see I that being. A really ugly game, like honestly, like, you know? like something like what we've been witnessing in like some of the early Bears games this season. Because I mean, they have the Colts have they they decide they're done with Matt Ryan, but I'm pretty sure they still have they have like another veteran quarterback on the roster Nick outside Foles, NFL yeah, have, champion, right? They have foes on the roster, but decided to go with Ech, Echlager. The little bit I know about him is that like he's like a mobile quarterback. 
they couldn't protect Ryan. Like they tried to throw the you know the young guy out there running. Like this is gonna be a nasty game. I'm I'm predicting like definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think the Commies are gonna be able to get to the quarterback. Uh, the Colts. I mean, the Colts O line has not been it all season. So I mean, the this, you know Elger is gonna have to run around a little bit. So that definitely sways to the under as well. So I, uh, you know maybe I'll say I like the over so the under can actually hit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with me, um, I think I'd rather catch the points of the Giants. Fifteen and nine to the spread. Uh, as road dogs since uh you know daniel jones has been drafted and then um you know i do understand the travel though so that that makes me a little weary but i did put this in the uh discord last week over the last 20 years nfl teams that have an 80 percent win win rate and cover rate are now 13 6 and 1 against the spread as underdogs Giants yeah, can you repeat one more time? yes so the last 20 years nfl teams that are 80 percent win and cover rate that are catching points are 13, six and one against the spread. Mm. That's it. That's a good 80% winning cover rate. Yeah. I mean, they, so this, so this, would, this would be, have to be like early season. For sure. Right. I mean, that's the only way you can really catch points. I mean, you would, you would have well, that's the only have way like you need 80%. Early season or like at least like four, four, four or five games. Yeah. yeah. Right. They're five, what are they? They're five and one right now. Six and one. You know what I mean? I, so they have an eighty percent winning rate, and they've covered all games but one as well. So, but just in terms of psychological, that kind of makes sense because, like, in terms of like how when Rome talks about like looking at the line, like you have a team that's been obviously performing this year. They're eighty percent right. winning and against the spread, uh, and then they're catching points, and it's just like why? Why? You know what I mean? Why do you think they? You know why? Vegas things that people, you know, Vegas things that the public thinks like, doesn't believe in them. But why they do, they don't believe they've been performing. Like the Giants last week. Mm-hmm. Exactly, right. But, I mean, I thought that was a strong number. 13-6-1 against the spread the last 20 years. It's basically those teams that we – I don't believe in that. Like, they can't go 3-1. The, the sound mm-hmm. math, and they can't go 4-1. They can't go 5-1. They can't. And they just – so, I mean, catching three points, I think there is some value That's there. That's the wrong but, thing, too. A lot of fucking travel. Um, I, I don't think so, Romy, because you're you'll fade a trend. What I'm saying with the sound man thing is like, oh, the Jets can't be oh, okay. you know, four yeah. and one. You know, it's just like you know, any any you know, every year, every everybody gets paid. All right. So last couple games, um, Packer or oh, 49ers minus one at the Rams. Any thoughts, Rome, on this one? Minus one, 49ers. 42. No, I'm tired of betting this game. Yeah, uh, this one. We've I, seen I these teams play four times. Well, this will be the fourth time and the fifth time in the past, you know, nine months or so. It's just, I'm, I'm sick of betting and trying to figure out the side on this. I'm good. Yeah, I, um, I, I took the 49ers last time. I lean Rams on this one because they're coming off the bye and you kind of the all, all the times that they beat them is kind of into the line already. So I just lean Rams off the bye. Keith, what do you think? I agree. Uh, who owns who, I, right? I, who owns who? 49ers own Rams regular season. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I'm, I'm going to ride the train here. I'm going to love the, the 49ers. I mean, like, even in the – we've been saying all year, like, oh, they like them except for in the playoffs. I mean, they, they covered in the playoffs, too. It's like, come on. Like, at some point, it's just like, bro, like, when it doesn't hit, you go, okay. <laughs> you know, okay. They did cover in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Those are my type of guys. All right. <laughs> Last game on the board. Bills are laying 11 against the Packers. Uh, total of 47 and a half. I lean Packers, but I don't love what I see out of them. They're a lot of ego-driven, uh, but I just lean Packers with a large number. Largest of Aaron Rodgers' career. Uh, Keith, what do you think? Oh, uh, wait. Oh, oh, my God. 
I don't know why I thought this was a Monday night game. Uh, it's a it's a very slight lean with the Bills here for me. Um, just in the fact that like Aaron Rodgers has kind of been talking this up a little bit, but like I feel like he's been talking up a lot of stuff, and like we just seen that this Packers team is not good. Um, this is they the need to go sit down. What'd you say? <laughs> they need to. You go. just need to go sit down. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm saying. It's just like, bro, you don't have the facilities for that, big man. Like, it's like it's just playing. So you're not winning another championship ever again. <laughs> just hang it up. I mean, hang yeah. it up or take your ass out to San Francisco. And this Bills team, um, I mean, they they shown it that like they love these bigs, but they love to try to like beat teams by the like this Marcus at Vegas dares you to try to bet against. Um, they burn me like that with the Steelers. I feel like they might do this again with the Packers. Interesting, like. How these two teams are going to like match up though like this packers defense that like basically dares you to run the ball and the bills who are just like bro <laughs> i'm not running the ball so I mean, <laughs> just, like, like i could see it being a game at least early where like maybe the bills often starts a little slow because they're not used to that you know what i mean usually people kind of play them often i mean maybe a little honest um thinking like oh you know as long as we key on digs maybe we could do something you know but the packers they just don't do that anyway um, but I could definitely see it get ugly for the Packers. So it's a lean with the Bills. Man. All right, uh, Ron, what do you think about this one? Close us out here. Well, I'm not touching this game. Packers are bad. Bills are good. Yeah. All right. Uh, we close this out. Uh, tease me picks. I know, Rome, you got another for us. Uh, with Keith, let me get – I'll start with me, Keith. I'm going to take the uh, <laughs> Texans. Give me the Texans plus eight and a half. Titans. I'll tease the Saints up to eight. Or the six, uh, seven and a half. Seven. Yeah. Well, or six point teachers. You're right. You're right. Yep. Why do um, I always do that? <laughs> All right. I'll take the Texans plus eight and a half, and then give me the the Eagles minus four and a half. I heard a really good stat on uh, undefeated teams off a of bye earlier, but I can't lay ten and a half. Uh, so yeah, I'll take the Eagles minus four and a half. Texans plus eight and a half. Keep me yeah. Uh, I'm going to do the Cowboys down to minus three, the flat, flat three, but, you know, it is nine, so yeah, it's a team. <laughs> okay. uh, and then uh, the Cardinals, let's use them up to plus nine and a half. I like that. All right, Cardinals plus nine and a half. All right, uh, Rome, you got another uh, another another teaser play? No, I'm ready to go. Best bets, come on with it. Let's All go. right, best bets, talk to me, Rome. Hey, best bet. I'm not going to steal yours, but I'll take mine. Patriots minus two and a half. Get back, get right week against the Jets team that's surging. We'll see what that Jets offense looks like without Brees Hall and uh, Zach Wilson. Let's see if you can throw for more than 80 yards in a game. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, like, First to say. Yeah. Right, Lions, I like that Patriots play. Lions, double best bet, uh, plus the three and a half as well. Um, and then um, – yeah, that would be it for me. I'm going to stick with the one leg. Uh, all right, Keith, best bet? Uh, also, man, with the, the Pats, best bet as well. And then I'm going to go with the 49ers, man. Like, it's like, like I I mean, like, are the Rams still good? We don't. We TBD. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the 49ers. All right. And uh, is, is, uh, oh, Soundman Special. I was like, well, I forget, forget. Soundman Special. The, the Washington Commies. <laughs> the mm, Washington damn Commies. it. I don't hate it. And the LA Rams. Uh, okay. okay. All right, At this point, he's cheating. All right. <laughs> taking, he's taking two this week. He's got a, he, 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 he skipped a couple weeks, though, so we'll, we'll take two. I will say, though, like, like think about when we first started with those Soundman specials. He was just, like, picking a dog. Those dogs, like, 
you look at the lines and the dogs that he's picking now, they all kind of align. Like, this team could, you know, when you see teams laying a flat seven and you're just like, this is a dog. Dog's going to catch the seven. Houston, Texas. You know that type of situation? When he calls those things, those teams have been winning recently. So he's getting sharper with these sound mess specials. Remember last year, he was on a pretty good roll with him. So. Oh, yeah, no I'm, doubt. I'm, he was killing it at one point last season. So uh, kudos to you, Sal, man. Uh, we'll get you back. Get, get back in next week, week nine. All right, that's it. Week eight, What's the Line podcast. Uh, yeah, best, best. Team, all that. See y'all next week.